14 at another time bro how about you be respectful to my gangster respectful to your how about you respect our time as we are primed and ready to go to record this podcast how about that for respect fucking kick that shit out your hand you see that see that extension bro why are you trying to reach my balls though yo collateral damage (laughs) how about you put your phone down so we can start bro my phone ain't Controlling your mouth. Thank you. I appreciate that, Jamal. Shut up. I'm glad that you are. You're here. You're present. You're attentive. It's truly appreciated. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast. Your weekly dose of the homies kicking back, shooting the shit, having conversations about things that can get you riled up, but we keep it tame. I'm your boy Matthew. Join here as always with. Yup, it's your boy, Jamali. Back at it. And the original. The OG. The original ghost. The OG, triple OG. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Why don't, do you always don't, have don't to be so extra OG, with your intro, triple though? Triple OG. You, you, you didn't earn no stripes, okay? Relax yourself. Triple OG. Triple OG. I don't even think he owns a pair of Adidas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He ain't got no stripes. Got OG. no stripes. I got the stripes on the side right now, baby. Let's OG, talk about OG. it. <laughs> I make Bobby Johnson look like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're house. rambling. Yeah, no. We don't need your your old man tactics. Yeah. <laughs> so, fellas, how was your week? How have things been? How was the mental health? And I got to bring it up because October 10th was World Mental Health Day. Hopefully, we had a bit more awareness going across the board for everybody. And Maybe that's why the week was so involved. heavy. Heavy, really? Was a heavy week, man. Shit. Talk Boy, about it, baby. Over. We're here for you. Talk about it. No, I'm just saying it was a long week for me. Yeah. Going through some things? No, no, no. It was just long ass week. I worked Monday to Friday when everybody was home on Monday. Well, I mean, oh, you had to work the holiday? Yeah, I worked the holiday. You know, happy late Thanksgiving like to you the problem, listeners. Exactly. It's a me problem. <laughs> no, Monday was nice, man. I mean, unfortunately, you had to work, but. All right. I still have my Thanksgiving turkey and shit. Yeah. My family did most of the Thanksgiving stuff on Sunday. You know, it, was well, just, yeah. it was an easier day for everybody, you know, like the whole family came through, all the little cousins and everything, man. It was it was nice. One of my little cousins has actually like been playing basketball and she's like fucking good. Like, oh good. Like good enough that my uncle was putting clips on Instagram and she crossed up a chick and shot the J in her face. And I was like this is the future right there. <laughs> That's your, your, she's married into your family cousin? Uh, yeah, like, well, it's, uh, my DNAs. uncle, my mom's sister, like, they're his kids. Okay, because those DNA didn't come from you. Oh, <laughs> my God. What? I said my cousin, bro. <laughs> I'm of just course saying, it didn't dude. come from me, man. Well, not, you know what I mean? <laughs> On the other side. Fucking guy. <laughs> like, I don't have kids. No, it didn't come from me. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, I don't think your basketball skills are that great, but, you know. Yo, we could stop right now, find a basketball, find a court. I will cross you up in these vans, buddy. The taller you are, the harder you fall. 
Yeah, and the, the faster it is to get these nuts in your face when I jam it on you, boy, whoa, what's good? Whoa, pause. No, no pause, bro. You want to talk shit about basketball? Put we can do nuts it. nuts in people's we mouth, can do bro? It. We can do it. Jump, man, all over your face, bro. Oof. Nah, bro. You want to talk about it? Nope. I'm not yeah, that's right. You don't want to talk about it. I apologize to everyone. These two are on something. No, we're, we're on that competitive streak. <laughs> you ain't been here, so you don't know. Yo, you think because I haven't just, been here, I haven't been friendly listening? banter, my friend. You think because I haven't just been here these friendly last friendly banter? Weeks, I last you three to, weeks. You last need to feel weeks. the energy. Last three weeks. <laughs> two weeks. It's been two. It's been two or three. It's been two. Weeks. two. We'll give him that. Yeah, it's I've been. been two. Uh, yeah, you think I don't hear this stuff? I'm the one posting. I have to listen to this. Yeah, stuff. he listens. Yeah, but, but we put in the work. Feel the energy. Yeah, you're not in the room when feel the when the cooking's going down. Please, you're not cooking nothing. Though. That friendly you banter. Know, like he feels special because <laughs> he's a waiter. You know, he brings out the stuff. You know, he's not in the kitchen when it's getting chefed up. He ain't whipping up the meals, man. Working the wrist. Please. You don't feel the heat, boy. You live out of the kitchen. <laughs> because I get people to serve me stuff. I don't whoa, serve Whoa, whoa. Right. You're right. I do live out of the kitchen. Yo, bro, you're more like Jeffrey <laughs> than anything else, bro. <laughs> Should call us master. That's you right. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. We always got to bring the heat when Jason comes back this after a sabbatical. I know. He, he's going to take more sabbatical than anybody I know. Really, Jamal? Bro. You're still like 20 Yo, I wish behind. I had Jason's vacation you days, did? man. Apparently, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> I'm more like something right. I'm special. It's good to have you back, though, broski. How was your week? How was it fine for you? It's good, man. Busy. Uh, usual work and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, just uh, just trying to make money. Feel you on that, man. We all on that tip, though. Feel you on yeah, that. The nine to fives, man. Stressful but necessary. Well, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. about you, man? Well, yeah, starting from, you know, Thanksgiving, my week was good. You know, a lot of time spent with the family, you know, just enjoying each other's company, enjoying good food. Had an apple crumble that lasted till Thursday. Shit was phenomenal. <laughs> Were you taking a bite a day or some shit? No, just like a little square a day, you know. You got to make you gotta make it last, you know. <laughs> like like the Chris, like the turkey, the Thanksgiving turkey, you got to make that shit last. Right. <laughs> I was still making, making sandwiches last. on Sunday, following Sunday. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But then, yeah, like when uh, World Mental Health Day came up, one thing I like to do is really like reach out to people and actually like open my like social medias and shit up to people like if they want to talk to me. And, you know, every now and then I get like some reach out, but like this time around, like I got a lot of people that actually hit me up and, you know, just having conversations about like my personal struggles with mental health and what I did to overcome and like basically like handing out guidance to other people who are seeking it which you know like it for me like it felt like a good thing to do because one thing that we always do with every week in this podcast is ask about we the mental in. health it's like to know that people were like comfortable enough to reach out to me not necessarily like share all their deepest things that are going through but just no. asking for a bit of help and guidance of like how sh they should approach their personal stuff like it made my week in that sense, and it's something that I take seriously because it's something I dealt with, you know. So most definitely, yeah. Like it, and something like that you would think would be heavy, but no. Like it, it was good. Like it was good to like share, shed some light and and share some information and like give some guidance in that way. So, I mean, like I had a fulfilling week. I'll say, very fulfilling. I'm glad. It's man. Good man. Yeah, man. So yo, like I said. 
if ever you need to reach out, man, I am here. I don't know about these guys. I'm not going to offer their shit out, but myself, Matthew, I am here. You can always reach out to me. No, most definitely anybody can reach out to me. Yeah. Just got to be able to deal with the reality of what you're dealing with. You know, just send a a message to our don't be mad, and from there, I will find you, man. I will find you, and we can... We can have conversations. We can go from there because I care enough and I care a lot because I know what it's like. All right. With that good stuff out the way, where do we begin? Because I made a list, but it's not in order. Pick we whatever you want anywhere. first, man. The most outrageous first. You know, let's, let's start from a story that we started last week. Let's continue now. UFC 229. Yep. Did you guys watch it? I, I got, I saw a, the got a few of them. I saw the... Come on, man. I got Am I the only one who watched it? I'm a, I'm a better. I'm a, I told you already. I'm not really a UFC fan. I'm a boxing fan. Oh uh, man, I, I will say though, if you were a casual fan that watched this card, it was the one to watch because it just felt like everything from the preliminaries up to like the the, the entrance event. fights to the main event, like everything was hitting and everything was on point, man. Like a lot of good fights on this card. A lot of fights that were like clean finishes, like just. They put on a show, like top to bottom. You know put what, on a show. You know what UFC reminds me of? It reminds me of a more, a realistic version of WWE. All right, I'm going to stop right there it's and just true. continue with what I was saying. It's true. That's what it reminds wrong. me of. Wrong. <laughs> Completely wrong. Well, you have people jumping out, out of a cage and onto people and, and shit like that. With no That's control. real life beef. That's why I said it's a realistic version of WWE. No, because that's not something that happens often. If that was a regular occurrence in the UFC, I can understand the comparison. But no, that was like one of those, holy shit, this is actually happening right now. We don't see this I see too much often. front in UFC. Like, um, competitors, they don't respect each other enough. And when they get knocked out, they're like, they disappear from, from ages. From You don't hear about them. Because uh, that's case in point, uh, what's your face? Uh, can't even remember her name. Ronda Rousey. Ronda, Ronda Rousey. I got to disagree with you there, too. Ronda Rousey I mean, had one of the greatest women's championship runs that any sport's ever seen. No, she was just the first. No, she literally had she one of the, the best greatest. She was the first to she, do it. There's a difference. You could say that for the UFC, but as far as championship runs go, she had one of the greatest runs. She has calculated the fastest finish Layla to Ali. a fight. And on top of that, yeah, when her downfall came, it hit hard. But her as a championship and her run in the UFC or just an MMA in general. It's only been like 10 phenomenal. fights in, in UFC, though. She's had 10 to 13 fights. And she was like... 13 fights th- in the UFC is a lot. a lot, bro. Not that much. No, 13 fights in the UFC is a lot. It isn't that much. How many you, years did that calculate? She was fighting, what, three fights a year? Because usually at the very most, you're going to do two fights a year. But you have people like Shamrock doing like... Yeah, sure. Okay, but you're looking things. back at a time when Shamrock not only did UFC, he did Pride. He also, I think, for a time did Ring of Honor. Like he was not just UFC. Like he did his MMA record is extensive. And that's the thing too with Ronda Rousey. She has an extensive MMA record. So on top of that, she had the thirteen fights in UFC. I want to know her I want to her her complete record because you have it's a like, phone check it, bro. Because I want to cuz I'm back I'm to t- 229 as I started this conversation with the biggest fight of the night, the one that got all the shit going was Khabib versus McGregor. And I will say this, that fight went exactly as I felt it would. And last week I told you like 
Jamali, I told you that I'm a huge McGregor fan, but there's one thing about Khabib. This guy is not somebody that you got like you take lightly. Nope. The guy is a fucking. He's one of those people that he lives to fight. Yeah. You know, like and you, very you tactical. Could tell. Yeah. Very I'm not tactical. even a big uh, UFC fan, and watching that, I was just like, yo, this guy yeah. literally knew what he was doing. He was very precise with every little. Thing oh, everything. Like, everything he did was just on point. Like, I had sent this message in one of my group chats. I'm going to read it out to you because, like, this message I had sent prior to the fight even happening, and it was about Khabib because my boy, who's, like, a huge McGregor fan, was basically like, downplaying Khabib and saying Khabib was going to lose. And I said this verbatim. Doubt he will, speaking of Khabib, dude is incredible at dictating pace and controlling the cage. I'm very curious to see how Connor approaches this because he usually starts off slow and plays the counter-attacking game until he gets a feel for a fighter and then applies pressure. Khabib might not give him the chance to do that, but still see it going at least four rounds, which was the exact fight that we watched. You had Khabib come in the first two rounds, getting in Connor's face, wrestling, grappling, making sure that there was just pure pressure on the whole time. Yep. Third round comes now. In the stand-up game, if anything, this was Connor's time to like really just take over the fight. Doesn't happen. Fourth round comes through, back to the ground and gets submitted. And it's just it's a show of just how good. But I didn't, I didn't was. even get the submission though, because like, what was it? His neck was locked up. Well, yeah, he he applied a rear naked choke. It wasn't a clean choke, because usually for that you want to get like underneath the chin and like really sink it in with like your forearm and your bicep and just. Crank down on the, on the, the, the throat, pipe, yeah. yeah. Keep the windpipe closed and then have him tap. But essentially, because he didn't have that, he basically just cranked on his neck, twisted as far as he could, and pulled back on his back. So you have full body weight on the guy's back, plus you're twisting their body like from the neck. You're gonna tap from that because it's either you tap or you snap your neck, one of the two. That's crazy. Yeah, but what was nuts about it was like during the fight when like the ground game was happening, the mics picked up. Khabib, like, basically, when he's, like, punching him and, like, throwing elbows, I mean, like, talk shit now, like, talk now, like, basically, like, all the shit that was happening prior to the fight, all, like, the build-up to it, like, Khabib took that shit fucking personal. But you could tell during the press conference. Oh, yeah, you really knew impressed. he did. And, like, Connor getting up is just like, yo, it's just business, but it's like, nah, man, like, that's the difference between you and him, like, you saw this as, like, a, a giant show, whereas this guy's, like... I fight for a living. Like, this is what I But not only do. that, I think Connor really punked him off a lot. Or at least thought he was punking him. Thought he was, yeah. And, you know, he, it, during the press conference, he was making reference to them pulling up on a bus or some shit, 40 deep. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's that, only so well, Connor much. and his team pulled up on the bus and was, like, basically, like, threw one of those trolleys that you used to, like, move, like, boxes and stuff like that. Like, threw it at the bus, broke the glass, which... In itself, like, that whole situation was really fucked up when you think about it, you know? And, like, not to, like, downplay what Khabib did after the fight where he, like, jumped into the crowd to, like, fight McGregor's team. You know, like, that in itself was fucked up. Like, you shouldn't do that. But I can understand, like, after going through weeks of just everything about your life being like disrespected and spoken down to by someone like you're gonna like get oh, a breaking sure. point what, I, a what point. I realized about the ufc is the person who talks the most usually gets beat down the quickest well no well, that's not, not true that, mcgregor's been talking the most and been winning a lot he's, he's been, <laughs> but he's been beat down and say what you want about the floyd mayweather thing mayweather for surprisingly did not say nothing 
Well, no, that was a fun. cash grab. It's a cash like, grab. We all, we all, like McGregor versus Mayweather, we all knew exactly what it was. We know what it was an happen. opportunity for both, both of them to get to a ridiculous get paycheck. Yeah. And look, yeah. McGregor has been a talker from day one. He's always been that way. He's And the only thing about him is like every single time he just ups it because even if, oh, I can't even remember the fighter's name, but it was a guy, a Brazilian dude. He was talking about how there was a time where he, if that guy was in the favelas that he would ride through on horseback and basically like slaughter all the people in there. And it's like he said very questionably racist shit multiple times. But it's the way he builds up the fights because obviously the UFC loves it yeah, because it gets but, attention. But even that's what he did with Floyd too when he was referring to yeah. his boy. and Yeah, he did the know. exact. So it's like this whole thing, the difference is those guys, you know, like you have a Brazilian dude who gets it. Like he's been I'm, a part of this North American thing before. He knows what these guys do to like build up a fight. And someone like Floyd, he's American. He gets it. It's like, yeah, sell the fucking fight. We want to make fucking money. I'm just saying that. You have two losses on your docket. On your docket, one from boxing, and one from the sport where you you should dominate everyone at. And you got no, you got kind of like well, this you is got the thing, kind man. of school for the. Bro, I think I feel I think talking. A lot of people because we grew up in an era of, of Floyd Mayweather and seeing Floyd, and we're spoiled in this idea that to be great at something you can't take an L. Whereas nobody would ever look at somebody like George Foreman. Muhammad Ali, you know, Lennox Lewis, Mike Tyson even, and say, like, these aren't greats in the sport of boxing. Right. Like, we would never say that because we knew at their peak, they dominated. dominated. The even peak, if they but, took it. But the an thing L. is, Tyson only started to lose when he started talking shit. And that's a fact. No, Tyson started to lose when he was getting older. He was, but he was doing talking. a lot of shit outside of boxing that was affecting him, like partying, drinking, drinking doing drugs. He also started like, talking, so too. So he... he well, yeah, like he was always talking, dude. There was a fight where he literally was. There was no time for Tyson to talk when he first started. No, he just dude. knocked out people first round. We all know the, the famous quote where he told a dude, "I would, f oh. I will fuck you in the ass till you love me, faggot." Sorry to use the word. I'm it. quoting Mike Tyson, and that's what he started but losing. We all know that famous quote. Iron fucking Mike said that shit. But that's what. He but the point is, that. it's like Tyson has always been a fucking like rager. But the thing is, that's when he started losing. Same thing with Lance Lewis. Same thing with Holyfield when he could he could barely talk anyway, so imagine that. But the point is, it's like someone like McGregor, he had the skill to step up there and do the thing. Plus, he would talk shit all the time. Like, I'm it's nothing saying, new to what he was. But he just met somebody that, oh, you're going to talk shit? I'm going to beat that shit talk out of you, I'm, which I'm, is exactly what I happened. I think people who are more about the business... They'll get the job done when someone who wants to inflate their ego like Conor McGregor. But I don't think I think Conor McGregor knows the business side of yeah. the the sport. The like, day you gotta sell a fight. Just like Le the LeBrons, just like you know, that's the difference between LeBron James and I think Jordan a lot of times, or you know, like Mayweather. These guys are showmen. They know how to fucking get people. They they do things for reactive value. You know what I mean? Like, I think LeBron going to, waiting at this point to go to the Lakers was one of those moves. He knew what he was doing, and he knew where he was going with it. And he knew it's going to create that whole hype behind it. So, I think for McGregor to do what he does, I mean, at the end of the day, it's some money. You know but seriously, I mean? uh, for, but money. for him personally, because UFC is, you know, they don't get paid like boxers or anything like that. But they still get cash. They get, they get cash. They I'm get not saying they get though. cash, but 
they get a finite amount of cash. So, for example, how much is the knockout of the night purse? How much do they get for like knockout of the night? I don't know the like exact that? numbers. I haven't but researched my, that in a while, so I couldn't is, tell it's, you. It's finite. It's always that set amount every UFC. But it's not a. F- I won't say finite. It's finite. Well, no, but the, the thing too, like the purses for UFC have been growing. The like those type of things, like submission but of the night, knockout of the night, things like that, they have been growing. But they're pulling better numbers in boxing right now. But they're still getting paid as if they're getting paid WWE salaries. <laughs> it's stupid, but it, it's, it's all weird. about advertising too. It's like weird. It, it's it's all about advertising because, like, yeah, you could get like the pay per view numbers can be better then, but if you're looking at like the grand scheme of things, as far as like the numbers go, it's not like when you look at boxing, not everybody's making. Mayweather numbers. No, Mayweather right. numbers are they're very not. inflated. But when you look at a lot of like the champions that are out there, most of us don't even know their names. Because, but <laughs> and on top of not yeah, knowing their true. names, they're not actually making as much <laughs> as like some of the champions in UFC are making. Because, because what UFC is doing, they took the old boxing model instead of like having, um, uh, one big fight every so couple of months. UFC has like. The Fox, you see it on Fox, they have to have the free fights and you can yeah. watch it on TV. Boxing used to have that with Saturday, the Saturday more, uh, Saturday afternoon fights and everything yeah. like that. They used to do that all the time. That's what made boxing popular. But they went away from that for the more bigger purse, the bigger draws. So that's why we don't know anyone's names right now. And back then, well, the we biggest thing that hurt names. boxing too was the fact that like you would have like a 130 champ, a 131 champ. Too many divisions. Yeah, it's like divisions. it was way too much. So that is one of the biggest things that right. hurt boxing, whereas the one thing UFC has tried to maintain is you have your heavyweights, you have your light heavies, your middle, your welter, your cruiser, then you have like the, the bantams, the feathers, etc. but they're not looking for the in-betweens on that no fit into this scale where you can and fight there if not then you're not a part of ufc if you if you can't mount the wins or like you can't mount the revenue at the very mm-hmm. least and the hype to bring towards the fights. but that's the thing that's what i'm saying that they should be getting paid boxing numbers right now Look, it, not it, at all but no, i mean but like ufc in in comparison to boxing is a young sport yeah like it takes it's a while young, to and like get i said compared to, to like the whole of boxing and looking at the whole of UFC, UFC fighters are going to pay more than boxers. But if you if you think about it, the two sports have been around as long as the same time. The two sports. I'm not talking UFC. I'm talking MMA? about the two sports. MMA. They've been around just as much. Boxing, a pugilistic sport. And but MMA, in an organized sense, not as not well. at all. Boxing, you're right. Boxing has been around organized yeah. longer than than um than By what MMA has. for a MMA very has. long time mixed martial arts especially in but, the u.s was seen as illegal but then again then again yeah mixed martial arts was in like singapore and asian in, in asian community it's really big over there it's bigger yeah. than boxing it's bigger than boxing but we we just never used to get it here because it's they think it's more brutal more violent you're using your knees and shit and all that stuff to hit people but now where it is right now it should be making a ridiculous amount of money because not only are you getting pay-per-view numbers you're getting daily you're getting Look, you're getting advertised numbers from daily I find shows. It, it's very hard to say that especially when we know the way viewership is changing in this day and age like it's not a time where like boxing was able to capitalize on all revenue and all but like all monetary uh, ways because now it's like everything is streaming a lot of it is illegal streaming as well so it's like Outside of like the pay-per-views or the people that actually go to the arenas and watch or people who like buy in on any other services, you're, there are gaps in, in space as far as like where the money can be made. 
it's heavily reliant on advertising. So that in itself means there's only so much advertising they're going to be willing to give as far as contributing towards purses and then like networking and things like that. Mm. It's a very different dynamic. It's understandable that because of how heavily involved Vegas is too with boxing and how ingrained they've been with boxing over the years that it will still garner a certain amount as far as like the top name people making the top numbers that they do compared to UFC because Vegas still hasn't bought in I, fully I, to I, UFC and mixed martial arts the way they have I think, for I think the owners for that UFC thing is just very... No, but you're also looking at it in the wrong way, Jason. If you take UFC at the age of where it's at now, and you took boxing at that same age, granted the time may be different in terms of marketing and you know accessibility, UFC is by far make, making way more money. But they're not paying. They're, they're I mean, paying like their, you're uh, looking. How many? How much money they like? I'm like not, you're I'm not arguing that. That's what I'm, you're actually making my point. I'm Let's get some uh, closing ideas because yeah. I don't want to harp on this forever. No, I just want to close on it, like. The reason why, and this is what I want to get the point to, the reason why mm -hmm. McGregor took two years to come back is like, it's like, why would it be worth it? UFC is making all this money. I'm not making, and I'm making peanuts compared Dude, to. Dude, if I got a hundred million dollar payout, yeah, I wouldn't even have come back. You should just stop. I would have. To stopped. be completely honest with I you, I would have honestly stopped. But or do a rematch. Do but a rematch. I make the reason again. he comes back is because he has a fighter's mentality. But he not only loves that, to I think, fight. But I Win think or lose, he loves to fight. But I think he's a great showman. He that just too. has this whole... Everyone loves to fight, but you don't want to fight for nothing. Is, but No, but like... No, but it's not even a fight for nothing because a lot of fighters, they just fight for the fucking pride of it. But not only that, I think McGregor is a great marketer. From a marketing perspective, he he's doing extremely well. And like Akeem just walked in, he's trying to distract Jamali in the middle of his thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's a, you know, he he knows what he's doing. He's he's there to build a brand. He's a he has a lifestyle to uphold on his name. Exactly. So and this is a platform where most people know him from. Why would I walk away from that? I'm trying to get into the distillery yeah. business. Well, it's just, it's just so that much. thing. It's like if you've been doing something for so fucking long, like your whole life, it's the same argument we have for Vontae Davis. Right. It's not easy to just walk away Absolutely from something. Not. It takes <laughs> a lot of thought and a lot of understanding. To Ironically, that. he just walked yeah, in the room. Yeah, my colleague in arms just walked in Your the room. Your colleague in arms. Are you going <laughs> to fucking jerk him off while he's here fighting? I'm sure you, you would. How about you not cut me off in the middle of my fucking thought? Anyways, <laughs> as I was saying, for somebody like McGregor, yeah, you got one of the biggest payouts you're ever going to get as far as like fight sports goes, unless you, you're lucky enough to get another opportunity of that type of caliber. But at the end of the day, it's ingrained in his DNA. He's a fucking fighter. But like I think it's greater than from, that. From being on welfare, having his, his now wife support him at a time where he literally had nothing but training to be like a fighter and then going up the ranks, it's literally ingrained in him. Like, this is what I did to become who I am, so I have to keep doing it. No matter what the payout is, him as a fighter is what he knows, it's what he lived, and it's what his life is about. So no, like, it might not be what you made against Mayweather, but I got to fucking fight. But I think this is what I do. I think it's still a good. I'm, I'm sure these guys are still getting good payouts. No, they're getting good money. Yeah, he had a, he's getting really good, good money. Payout Nothing for like this one. You know, what he was made before. Well, let's uh, switch. Uh, we'll keep it on the sports tip for a bit, and uh, we can talk about Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> Oof, man. You know, we we hear a lot about big dick energy. I don't think. Oh. I don't think. We've Sorry. seen big dick energy like this in basketball in a minute. For those of you who don't know, Jimmy Butler plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And this guy just ran a fucking madness 
in practice. He just told the truth. Yo, he just he, he hasn't showed told up the to truth. Practice. Yet. Like they've been having a, a bit of a trade dispute. He wanted to get traded. The team apparently was in talks with a few teams, couldn't make it happen. So he decided, you know what? I'm gonna show up for practice and just show these fucking guys how valuable of a player I am. <laughs> Basically called up a couple guys that are third stringers and said, This is my five. I'm going up against the starters and bodied them. Tell me how you feel, boys. Hey, he's supposed to do that. That simple? Well, he did that, he did that to Rondo and Wade in Chicago, so that's not doing that to Carl Anthony Towns and, no, and Wiggins. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. It's true, though. That's <laughs> what he did. Calm down. Rondo and Wade are old. Call, it has nothing to do with old. <laughs> Yo, Towns is a bitch. I, don't, I never liked that guy. Yo, he cotton candy, bro. He's a bitch. <laughs> he cotton candy, bro. <laughs> he does nothing good. <laughs> I, oh, anyways, I'm, 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 Yo, I'm all I'm I know is that. Jimmy Butler showed up and said, "You're getting an hour of my time." Basically, went in there with the third string guys. Was apparently going down on the block against Carl Anthony Towns. And he did nothing. Towns, Towns yeah, didn't want them problems. No, he didn't want that. Wiggins smoke, didn't bro. want them problems. Well, you, you have to understand where Jimmy Butler's coming from. He's a, he's a, he's a. He's a, a baller. Low, no, but the thing he's is, a straight up baller. He's a baller, but what he's pissed off about is that Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns are high draft picks. Not I don't unlike, think he gives uh, a listen, fuck about that. Yes, he does. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. They're high draft picks, and they don't care. He was a low draft pick, not only and this that. dude is putting so much effort, and he's not getting paid like them. Not only that, though. That's what pisses him off. I know there's contract issues because apparently, if I'm not mistaken, Wiggins got 129 for th- three or four he has seasons. 29, four 23, years. 29 for the last next yeah. year or something. Yeah, like and that. then Carlton Towns also got a huge contract extension as well. But you would give that to Towns. And both of them were offered more than Butler was offered, which was just a flat 100. So he took that as like, yo, you're giving these guys who have no fucking heart, gave up in the fucking playoffs, more money than me, who is literally the fucking man on this team. I got to show you what the fuck you're working with because you got me fucked up. I, uh, I, I rate that energy, man. I'd be pissed off too. I rate that energy. It's like, and I'm the only one balling you, and these dudes who, who are just in it for stats and money, they're just like giving up on the team. Like, nah, he doesn't want that. But that's how, that's Jimmy Butler. That's the type of player he is. So that's why I respect him for that. And like, this dude is straight up G. Fuck with it, man. He's <laughs> straight up G. Right. He has heart. And the funniest thing afterwards, having an interview with Rachel Nichols. <laughs> talking. I just want him to admit that he smashed the guy's bird, bro. Yo. You calling the girl a, a, we know, a bird? We know the rumors. Bro, just relax. We know the they'll rumors. Know. I mean, they'll never <laughs> admit it. I think Butler's They'll admit never it. admit it. But Butler I would not be surprised. will say one of these days. He's going to say it. I would not be surprised because that, that comment that I posted up on Instagram and then all of a sudden shit got a bit shaky and pictures were deleted and comment sections were closed off. Because if, if Butler would do that where the media could see, imagine what he would do behind closed doors. <laughs> well, you know what he's probably, he did, why he probably smashed a dude's girl? Because he was fucking up his money. He was like, yo, you fucking my money? I'm fucking up a girl. <laughs> Straight up like that. And That's that, a pretty bitch thing to do though. Hey, bro. Look what he did. Look bro. what he did. Oh, today. Look Tom's what he did. Today. fucking up his money. Bro. Huh? The organization's fucking up his money. Still, he's seeing it as them two. Like, they're not playing. And they're getting paid more than me. Oh, you messed up my yeah, money. Yeah, but oh, I mean, like, <laughs> to be <laughs> fair, to be fair, Jimmy Butler did sign his contract that he's playing with right now with the Bulls. Yeah. You know, these he hasn't are. He has been paid yet. He hasn't been paid yet. 
But these guys were he drafted. He was just hoping to get an extension on right. that shit. You know? like, That's what he was hoping for. Give me some type of of confidence that you see me as your future the same way I see you as the future, you know? Because right yeah. now, the best player on that team is Jimmy Butler. Oh, for by far. Easily. It's easily Jimmy Butler. By far. Oh, man. M- it's only preseason. NBA is going to be lit this season. It's only preseason. My goodness. I know, man. I see Lonzo over there catching alley-oops from my boy. Well, I told you, I told you, my Lakers are gonna win the championship. Hey, my boy Mo Bamba already got a song, bro. You're Lakers, <laughs> but it's not the, the season hasn't started yet, and if we don't win a chip, it's a failure. Bro, you've had no, enough that, of those failures. You should be used to that shit. Stop looking at it that bro. way, man. You guys weren't even playoffs last you year. See, you don't know what it'd be like to be a basketball champ. No, but I understand. Oh, you talking I mean, all this extra when, shit. When it's Lakers, we expect championships. How about you expect reality? The we, same reality, reality that Magic Johnson said. The same reality that LeBron said. The same reality that Jeannie Buss said. I get we Kobe. are not looking at... Kobe said it too. That's yeah, right. Kobe Even Kobe said it. Championships. All, all four of these guys. Four of the most I prominent Lakers. Like. I want to listen to the sound na- like. like faces I hear of Kobe the Laker nation right now. What the fuck? All Kobe said, said it. You're this season? Kobe. No. Kobe, Kobe did say it. He said flat out, this season isn't about winning a championship. It's about pu- putting yourself back into the position of contenders. Kobe ain't playing. They, I everyone who, who was at you the top Kobe of this make the team better? said it. Huh? If Kobe's playing, you think he'll make the team better? Yeah. Uh, nah. Fuck out of here. Kobe come out of retirement? That's, uh, that's nah. A, that's Fuck chip. out of here. That's guaranteed chip. What, what, chip? Are you, what are you on, bro? Unless you're buying a bag of Lay's. I don't know what type that's of chips you're talking about. What are you talking about? Chip. Talk about Pringles, my guy. My, you're sure <laughs> this guy. I'm sorry, your team has no. Your like, team never won. Be realistic because you guys had Kobe, and you weren't winning. And we, but we've won chips with Kobe. Yeah, but <sighs> when you had him before he retired, you weren't winning. Okay, I'm sorry. But now it's all about the rebuild. You got LeBron in there, who's gonna help your young guys stack up. Plus, you have a fast, young, athletic team—something that LeBron hasn't had in a very long time. And they got good veterans too. I like, would, I mean, I, would, exactly. I think the veteran players. Now, are you guys are poised. You guys are poised. They're to well be balanced. Contenders. I can say that. You gotta still understand. You're in the fucking West. You still have to go up against the Rockets, the Warriors. Y'all don't have to Spurs. tell me about what the Lakers have to go through in the West. I know I have to go through in the West, the East Coast. But you talking about the only thing that matters are chips when everyone in your organization is saying right now it's about getting back into the position of contenders because you guys weren't contenders last Man, year. Not the media saying that. I know Magic no, Johnson. No, that's not me. Bro, that's Magic all of them it. saying it flat out because they understand. You can't just go from bottom fucking feeders to champions. That doesn't happen. No. You got to go from bottom feeders to to contenders and then wait, hold to up, champions. Though. If that happened, would you respect LeBron James? If he was a major factor, yeah. I, if, I you, if you right guys now. go what do you mean if he's a major factor, I will, if, I will, if, if they make it to the playoff, is 100% because LeBron James is on that If you guys go from team. bottom feeders to champions, which very doubtful, but if you manage to pull out, let's say, Western Conference champions and go to the finals, that's all LeBron. 100% LeBron. How do you know that? That's all LeBron. How do you know that? It's all LeBron. How you know it's all LeBron? Guy never. When's the last time he missed the finals? Huh? When's the last time he missed the finals? When's the last time the Orlando Magic made it to the playoffs? Whoa! whoa, whoa. whoa Answer the question. Yeah, well, like, you have. Thank you. We don't deflect here. Answer the question. All right. It's been a, it's been a couple years since we haven't made the playoffs. Thank you. You're right. It, now with LeBron there, if you make it to the finals, and keep in mind, I'm saying you guys should become playoff contenders. Yep. But 
You want to raise the stakes? We'll raise the stakes for you. You become Western Conference champions? That's all LeBron. And what happens if LeBron averages 15 points a game? Doesn't fucking matter, Five bro. Assists. Imagine, if he imagine. averages Yo, he made... 15 points a game and wins the Western Conference fucking finals, and how is that LeBron? guess what? How is He's LeBron? still going to the finals for what? The eighth year Nine. in a row? How is Ninth that? year in a row? So how is that LeBron? What the fuck does that matter? How is that LeBron though? You see, you you guys you guys don't bro. understand something. Bro. Why do we do this? My God, bro. You see, I can't speak basketball with, with teams who haven't won championships. Get you the fuck out of here, no, no, bro. You want, no, you you want to have this conversation? Always about the Let's same have, fucking you know song and dance, but championships. I am a basketball fan, okay? I am a fan of the fucking sport before anything. You were a fan of a man. One no, fucking I was a fan no, of no, the silence, Lakers. silence. You had you had your chance to no, talk. I'm talking you've now. Been talking. I'm talking now. Talk when you have championships. Shut the fucking mouth. You can't talk. I am a so fan then, of so basketball. Wait, wait, that, that is what I'm a fan of. That principle should apply in football. I'm so I can never hear you no, talk. No, straight up. I'm talking no, about but you want to talk about it? Let's talk about again. I am a basketball. I put the sport first. Okay. Yeah, I like Orlando. That's my fucking team. Because of when I grew up, I fucking became a fan of Penny Hardaway. That's why I lashed on to Orlando. Right. But. At the end of the day, I'm a basketball fan. That's why I can watch NBA. I can watch WNBA. I can watch NCAA. Okay, Doesn't now I know you're lying. Matter. You said WNBA. I know you're lying right there. You're lying. <laughs> you're lying. See, you may not watch that. Basketball players don't even you, watch. Bro. NBA players don't even watch Just WNBA. Just because you don't watch about? that doesn't mean other people don't watch, watch that, bro. I'm a sports fan. That's huh? the what difference between me and you. I, I think was... Uh, I, I That's the difference team, between for, me and you. Wasn't the Spurs female okay. team on it? Who won it? That's the difference, bro. So you can sit here and talk about, oh, they never won a championship. That's why I can't talk to you. I can't talk to you because you don't actually watch basketball. Because if you're going to downplay WNBA just because it's fucking women and the competition isn't the same, we can't have a conversation about basketball. My guy, right there. So you just talk to talk, but not make a point. I made a point. You didn't make a point. I made a point. I'm a basketball fan. Who says I'm not Unlike a basketball you. fan? Who says I'm not a basketball Did I say that? No, I'm telling you, you're no, you, that because you claim, the way you, you claim, approach. You claim. The second you say, I can't talk to you because you, you your claimed. team didn't win a championship. You claimed. What the fuck does that have to Am do I with wrong? talking about basketball, Did your though? team win a championship? Was I lying? No, you weren't lying. So but what truth. does that have to do with talking to someone about because basketball? Because you're talking about my team who's been winning championships, what we should do to win a championship. Well, you have not won anything in the existence no. of and your franchise. See, right then and there, you're wrong. I wasn't saying what you should do to win championships. I was saying the way your team in interviews, in all these conversations, I've been saying the way they view this season. They want to put themselves back into a position of contender. Then you don't That's know my what team. I said. Lakers have always uh, been about chips. It's always chips. You're just saying, Magic Johnson, when, where's the soundbite to this? Where is the soundbite to this? I want to hear Jeannie Buss say, oh, we want to make wait, it back hold to you're, the playoffs. They're about chips. Why did they draft Lonzo? Because he clearly wasn't going to bring them shit. How do you know that? How uh, do you know that? He shoots air balls. I know niggas in the park who shoots better than this guy. The cameras are recording, right? I'm like, not seriously, see bro. Like, right now. I get what because you're saying. I, I don't I don't get how he's a Lakers fan. There's no I know way more you could say that you're looking for championships. Then he does. Yet so he you're saying, is so you're saying the Nuggets fan, draft right? Carmelo to win championships? How does that make sense, bro? What? The Nuggets? The like, Nuggets how does that had, make sense? Of course. Carmelo is the way. You're going to compare how Carmelo to the Carmelo Lonzo. But they're drafting players to make your team better. Bro. 
You're drafting players to make your team Yo, better. They there's a reason there's a draft. Lonzo was not going to make any team better. Not even a fucking wheelchair Knicks better, bro. Lonzo cannot shoot. He can't play a, a traditional point guard role, bro. How do you know LeBron that? LeBron have him out here catching alley-oops now. How do you know that, Jamal? How do you Yo, know that? Yo, kiss the ring, you, bro. You haven't even seen a Laker game. You don't I watch, haven't seen you own, a Laker you're a game. You're a bandwagon LeBron fan. You saw two preseason games of the Lakers. That doesn't even That's make sense. All. That's How all you am I seen? a bandwagon LeBron fan? Because all you do is follow LeBron. And oh, all, LeBron, well, you, LeBron made a pass to Lonzo Ball. Oh, you see what he's doing for his career? Oh, look at this. Look he at that. really made him look nice, though. I'm just letting you know. Anyone can make anyone look, look nice. When nice. Make I'm just saying, though. He really he made him look nice, though. You think LeBron is the only first person to throw an alley-oop? Are you, is LeBron the to only Le, person to Lonzo, do that? definitely. Is, is LeBron the only person to do that? Definitely. Even big him up on Instagram. Trying to get his confidence up like a Why little bit. Why are you making bitch. yourself looking foolish in front of the cameras, Jamali? I am not making myself looking foolish. You're making yourself looking foolish. You're looking real foolish right now. You're looking real mad, bro. How I'm chilling making, right now. You're rubbing your hands like Birdman chilling. What are you talking about? <laughs> Birdman <laughs> I'm just well, saying. Birdman just did that was like, I ain't going to say no more. That's what I thought about. What are you talking about? Jason, is you finished or is you done? Oh, this guy. I'm starting. You guys, oh my goodness. <laughs> Yo. Yo. You, this, this guy I gets swear, so heated when he's wrong. When it, when it comes priceless. to basketball, I cannot you guys wait. been it wrong every I single look. time. I don't have I called the two playoff, the, the two championships, Lakers win. I didn't say anything for the whole year. I said they're going to win a championship. 2009. Bro, when was the last Lakers time won. the Lakers won? Lakers won. What year was that? 2010, they won. Bro. Wait, you want us to pat you on the back because... In the beginning of a season, you said my team's gonna win and they won. They had the best player on the fucking planet with them. Really? I'm right? supposed to pat you on the back according for that? According to you, they didn't because LeBron was the best player. So, according to you, Bro, LeBron was in the league. Remember that. That's I according know that. to you. So, you're saying Kobe was better than LeBron at that time? Kobe was a seasoned so was, veteran, bro. Where the was fuck he am the I best high? Player? Was he the best player? I'm asking you that question. Kobe at that time, yes, he was. He had a well-rounded team I at asked, that. No, answer the question. Was um, he the best player in the league? Do you want me to say it in French, bro? We. Or what do you? I said yes. Yo, this is a typical so, Laker fan. So what were we, what were we, what's all this like, about this LeBron is, being yo, the best player? Legit, a typical league? Laker fan, bro. LeBron, like the crazy ones. LeBron though. has not even the ones that talk sense. No, like <laughs> the this, crazy. This, this, LeBron, not, not dude, crazy. <laughs> LeBron, hands down, is yo, Akeem, I wish you had been a mic, good bro. from the moment he walked in. Did. He didn't need time to warm up. Kobe needed time to warm up to be good, to get where he got to. Kobe wasn't great coming into the league. That's why he came from high school, the youngest player ever. LeBron actually came from high school too, buddy. Uh, a whole a whole decade and something later? Kobe spent a lot more time when on the Oh, so it's LeBron's did, fault he was born in 85, bro? I don't know what you're trying to say, Jamal. But you're saying LeBron came a whole decade after Kobe as if they're the same age. Look, all I'm going to say is this argument's getting me a little bit sleepy. All I'm just saying is shout out to LeBron. LeBron was born in 84. Doesn't matter. Thanks for the fact checked over there, uh, Akeem. We appreciate this it. Guy's a true comedian. It's always good to have a, <laughs> a couple producers in the background going, uh, but oh, we don't give a fuck about facts over here, okay? Don't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Do your own fact checks at home. I'm just saying, you know. We ain't Google. I'm just saying, you know, LeBron's going to bring some value to them, them gold and purple uniforms. Right, man. All right. Is, is that LMA? Yeah, I switched it up, man. We've been arguing about fucking the Lakers for 20 goddamn minutes. Fuck, you missed the whole beloved. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. You guys need a breather? No, nah, man. I know, man. I'm just saying. 
the Lakers are going to be great because LeBron's there. That's all. I just want him to admit it. He will never admit it. The Lakers have been great since before Magic. So long. I'm not about the Lakers this season. I'm I'm big enough. A vacuum sealed jock strap from Kobe Bryant. He will never admit (laughs) LeBron's greatness. Okay. Who who was on who was on Orlando's team before before Penny? Bro, he just said he became Dude, a fan when he was growing up watching Penny. Do you not listen Penny. when people talk to you? It has nothing about history. Like you can learn the history no, of anything. Okay, so learn history of your team. Know your team. But, but that's irrelevant to what he's saying. He said he became a fan. Dude, the team he, is literally watching, twenty years old. Bro. Yeah, it's an. Extent. The only history I care about is when I became a fan of theirs. Yeah. You became a fan when Kobe got drafted. Like, like, There's nothing wrong with that. No. Way to bring up Bro, irrelevant questions. through the Eddie Jones, Van Exel stuff. Don't talk to me about I've been Eddie a fan Jones was with Kobe. Don't talk to me about that, dog. Oh, my God. I watched Eddie Jones. All them people played for them. Don't Did talk you to me watch about that. Eddie Did you Jones? Watch Eddie yes, Jones, I watched though. Eddie Jones. The reason why they traded Eddie Jones because Kobe Bryant wasn't taking the spot. And they were but that did good. you watch Van Axel? Yes, I did watch Van Axel. But did you? Yes. <laughs> See, that's the difference. Between, like I said, that's the difference between me and you. Bro, you, I know no, my team. You that's don't. not the difference because I you remember don't. those two. That's why I'm I know you, my bro. teams. You don't. People that's used to thing. say I look like Eddie Jones, which I fucking don't. All right, like uh, next topic. If please. you want to fucking talk about it, let's, let's just, switch off the sports yeah, though. Fuck. You guys are getting heated for nothing. Too much emotion. You got Bunty over there shooting people extra fast because he's feeling our energy. <laughs> All right, switching off sports. Ah, uh, where should we go? What are you laughing about? Hey, what are you laughing about over there? Text it to me. Text it to me. Should we talk about uh, Lana Del Rey and Azalea Banks oh getting into God. it? I have no idea what that's about. When is Azalea just gonna over st- Kanye West? Yeah, when is she gonna just I, stop? I, I know before the show I said I didn't want to bring up anything Kanye West related, but but she should just stop. Like, just stop doing her antics and just stupid. Like, I just find it wild that Lana Del Rey threatened Azalea. Well, promised, as she put it on Twitter, promised Azalea Banks that she pulled up, she would get them hands on site. On site. I'm not even into that because, like, I'm not into beef, and I think it's just stupid. I just think I just feel like we're at a point with Azalea Banks where it's just like all of your cards have been pulled, and you've showed us nothing. You need to be quiet, bro. It just, it just, all this antic needs to stop. It's don't not just give with her, no, her. Don't give this girl no attention. Yeah, nothing to do with just her. No, we ain't like, giving her attention. We're giving Lana Del Rey attention right now. Not even. I don't even. I don't even think she wants that type she's of energy. Shut her. <laughs> Yo, she told her pull up. Bro, she you know, told her you pull know how up. easy it is to type pull up on Yo, fucking instagram twitter drowsy it's, drug music i do cocaine and adderall and vicodin lana del rey told azalea banks to pull up and azalea banks was talking about she gonna show it to her lawyer what how how dare you azalea banks i have no more energy how? for this next topic <laughs> don't give her no publicity man i'm no basic bitch shit i love the enthusiasm in the room fuck I got to carry everything, like. Yeah, please do. Do you want to talk about Corey Lewis? Enlighten me. Okay, well, Corey Lewis is a black male from Georgia who was followed by a white woman when she saw him babysitting two white children <laughs> and felt they were in danger. Okay. And when he refused to allow this white woman to speak to the children, she followed him all the way to their home. Okay. Where police were called and then... They 
kindly escorted her out of there. I say that just because it's like the white woman privilege of I'm just going to call the cops on a black person whenever they feel they're doing something wrong. Oh, man. How do you feel about that, gents? That's Did you even read up on it? I have no opinion on it. It's it's regular it's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid shit. Akeem read up on it. Can we switch mics, please? Do you want to jump in here? I know the story behind it, but I find it just stupid. I, I don't, I don't I find see the point. I find, like, it, I find it extremely how stupid. How many times, how many different scenarios is this going to play out it's on? It's going like, to keep happening over it, it's just white. Ignorant. Like, it, I mean, it just It's a reminder to the world. White women are dangerous. They've been dangerous. Oh, white women are dangerous? <laughs> they are dangerous. They are dangerous. They've been dangerous. To the black community. <laughs> I have no comments. I no. I don't even know if you're throwing shade at some people. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm not throwing shade. I don't know. I'm just bro. saying we got to be careful, okay, black men. We got to be careful. The white woman. <laughs> this dude is an asshole. Yo, you should get mic'd up, bro. This dude saying they have this dude Akeem is saying in the background that they have bring security at home. Uh, white women are the best they security. Are the best security? Yo, they see anything, they report everything. Exactly. The problem is that <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> oh man. I just think it's stupid. I just think it's one of those things where like she literally, you know, what if you know people who don't know how to People mind could get hurt behind business. these things, you know what I mean? Those kids may not have noticed anything different from this guy and all of a sudden now they're kind of like like was he like pulling the kids whole... by their arms no, I, I, I think they went to a uh, walmart subway just to get some sandwiches a walmart subway once again <laughs> bro it's not subway's fault don't do that i'm not saying it's subway's fault I'm not saying it's always fault i'm just saying subway once again where some shit happens like i wanted to attack this from like different perspectives yeah i'm bringing it up in this type of scope where it's just like another white lady doing a bit too much but I can understand her side of things. Really? Hear me out. Right. Hear me out. Go ahead. In a time in America where we've been hearing a lot of human trafficking, any type of suspicious behavior, especially when it comes to children, we right. should monitor and take care of. Right. Now, from the reports, the woman just wanted to talk to the children, make sure they're safe, and he immediately refused. To me, right? she sounds like the rapist. What part of... Let me speak. From that part alone, what, what you said. What part of? Let, let him talk. Let speak. him go ahead. Can you not get through your right, head speak? that you must interrupt every fucking time? Because you rambled. Allow me. Get to the point. Allow me. Get to the point. I would have gotten to it until you opened your mouth. Stop Allow rambling. Allow me. Okay. Can we get to ego? freedom? Right. Now, as I was saying, ridiculous. She asked him to speak to the kids, and I can understand. Like you're, you're seeing. Black male, two white kids. I'm not saying there's anything suspicious about that, but if you feel the need to like, just make sure the kids are safe, I can understand it because it's children. Him saying, like, refusing, I can understand from his perspective because he's the babysitter of these kids. Who's this strange woman I've never seen before in my life trying to talk to these fucking kids? No, they're an, I'm the guardian of these kids. I'm the caretaker of them. I'm not going to allow some stranger to just roll up on these kids and have a conversation with them. So from that perspective, I could see... Her being in a, a position of, I want to protect the kids, and him being in a position of, I want to protect the kids. From that, I can see where discourse can come from. And it's mostly because both of them have the same idea of, I've got to be in a position of protect these kids. 
Now can I say my point? Now you can say your point. She sounds like the rapist. I'm sorry, but you don't just go up to any person's kids or anything like that. If you had a suspicion of something that was wrong, report it to somewhere else. You don't get yourself put in a situation that you're involved in something like that. Regardless if the kid is black, white, green, yellow, I don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. It do, you don't put yourself in a situation where you don't know what's going on. Apparently, from what you just told me, she doesn't know if the kids are being harassed or bothered with. It seems fine. Why are you going to put yourself in that situation to like say, oh, why would I want to talk to this kid? He's going to be like, the fuck does this bitch want? She sounds, you don't come, oh, I want to speak to your kids like that. No, it's like you talk to the dude first and then maybe talk to the kids. But even then, you don't even go towards that. You report it. Okay, but I've, I, I got to say something. One quick question and then you can talk. How did you get to rapist? If someone comes to your nieces and say, oh, can I talk to your kids? And you don't know who it is. Some strange person. What will you do? I'm not automatically assuming they're a rapist. What do you assume they are? Weird. Somebody that's <laughs> weird, number one. <laughs> number two, maybe a bit too Friendly? familiar. Yeah. I don't know familiar. I don't think that's a word I ever saw. Rapist. Or comfortable with approaching children. No, I'm not going to okay, think pedophile. rapist. You, pedophile. Is that, is that better? Not no. even. No, that's like, a bit extreme. My whole problem with the, what you said, my whole problem with what you said, I only agree with one side. And that's the side of the guy protecting the children. I think she was not motivated by the benefit of these children. She was motivated by her racial prejudice tendencies. Which I agree with. The only reason I, I brought up that percentage is because we got to look at all angles. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking, not going to give her I, I was, that it was benefit. Clearly, because yeah, you, you don't know have what? to. I'm just giving perspective. Right, but the thing is... Would she have behaved in the same manner had it been two black kids with a black person? Had it been two black kids with a white person? Had it been two white kids with a white person? You get what I'm saying? No, I, and I agree with you on that. And not only that, I agree with you. As, and not only that, it's gender specific. Had it been a black woman, she would assume that this black woman is their babysitter because it's a menial task or caretaker. Yeah, right. That's how she, she would have looked at it. She approached them the right way too. Right. Secondly, what is your motive to approach? Like, were the kids being abused? Did they look uncomfortable? Did they look forced? And I mean, with your approach with the whole trafficking, I highly doubt if you're trafficking kids, you're bringing them with you to Subway to choose their sandwich. I agree. And I doubt, and I doubt people I are trafficking kids. And look, the only children. reason I say these things is to bring all angles, all views, and all perspectives. Yeah, but I think we in a way... Look at it in I a think, broader spectrum. I think it, no, fuck that. I think in a way, by doing that, you're giving her a bit of way to kind of be uh, covert with her with racist and prejudiced tendencies. Those people don't be deserve the benefit of no doubt because it was I'm purely not, motivated. Hold on, I let you spoke. I let you speak. speak. Let me <laughs> let me speak now. <laughs> it's highly motivated by her prejudice. And to me, there's no place for that. What if she wanted to protect those children? Take down the license plate, report it. There you go. Because what she just did, if those kids never notice the difference between who they were and that gentleman is, uh, well, in terms of race, now they're fully aware of how society is. Yeah. You just jaded a bunch of kids. So whatever good she had intended, she does nothing but bad. No, I agree with you. And so to me, there's i'm not giving this person no benefit of the doubt or maybe she care no she didn't care about no kids she just all those people who call police on minority groups 
because of their white privilege is 100% to show their power. And what they need to start doing is when these type of calls go through, charge them. Charge them. them. Charge them. Charge them yeah. and make them pay for it. No, I agree with you. Look, like I said, I only offer the perspective because we have to have those conversations. Yeah, but I'm But the way I personally feel about it is the way I started the story. Her doing something that's fucked up because she sees a black person taking care of or in the presence of two white kids and her having an issue with it. And especially a black male. Another white person because or I white think, woman like I said, specifically. If it was a black Sorry, woman. Tyler. No, saying white person a lot. <laughs> if it was a if it was a black female with two white children, it would be looked upon as, oh yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But it's because it's a male, all of a sudden black men are dangerous. And we know that's the perspective most white Americans have of black, yeah, they, black males. There's a lot of views of like the black male being the beast or the animal, you know? That's just so, how it is in, in that type of society. So, and, and keep in mind, this happened in Georgia, so. Well, can't expect anything different. Yeah. You know like? <laughs> All right, what's next on the docket? Shit, what time is it? Okay, cool. Uh, even though we went into a bit of a slew of chaos, did you guys see Bette Miller's tweet? Nope. I've heard about it, but I didn't see it, no. I got it. What, that women are the N-word of uh, uh, Hollywood or something like that? Bette Midler? What did she say, Bette Midler? She compared the strife of women to the N-word. The what? I'll read it for you guys. Oh, women are the N-word of the society or something like that? Yeah. Uh, Bette Midler's a comedian, man. I don't... I don't I don't pay much mind to what comedians say and stuff like that, especially especially comedians. If it's someone like Ben Miller's a comedian, because they come from ben a Miller's context a comedian? of funny. I only know her for singing. Bette Midler? Does she sing? She's a singer. Is Bette Miller or a singer? Actress. actress? Yeah. She's actress, singing, singer. Is she a comedian? No. Comedian. What else has she done? She's, She's all across the fucking board. Everything's showwoman. Yeah. There you go. She's a comedic actor, right? There you go. Yeah, so... This wasn't yeah. about comedy, though. Huh? This had nothing to do with comedy. But you have to know who it's coming from, though. That's, that's yeah, I know it's coming. it's coming from somebody who had just witnessed the stuff that happened with Brett Kavana and, and had something to say. But you can't say that. Like, it's, oh, she's a comedian? Because when Seinfeld said the N-word... A lot of uh, Kramer. Kramer, sorry. Or everybody was name. up... You know, it yeah, wasn't Kramer, just comedy. But Kramer was saying it in hate. Kramer was. Did you see his what he was doing at, at the Laugh hey. Factory? Did you see what he was doing at the Laugh Factory? To read what Ben Miller said, she posted a tweet on October fourth. Women are the N word of the world, which is in quotations because it's a quote from Yoko Ono. Rape, being enslaved, married off, work like dumb animals, denied education and inheritance, enduring the pain and danger of childbirth and life in silence for thousands of years. They are the most disrespected creatures on earth. So she's quoting a song of Yoko Ono? Well, she or she quoted, like, women are the N-word of the world is, is okay. a direct quote from Yoko Ono. Okay. And then she puts all this afterwards. After, she, yeah. put the, she puts it into Which context. Which is basically a complete description of how black people have been treated in America. Right. Mm, to compare I, women to... A word you can't even write in full. You have to put as the N-word. Yeah. Right then and there, I should tell you 
the thing that you're using as descriptive yeah. is a lot worse than what you're, you're actually saying. Say, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Number one, because I, I always say this, it's like we can have full educational discussions about the word nigger and it not be in negative connotation. Right. But if you can genuinely have that type of serious educational conversation about it without saying the word, you probably shouldn't be having it because you don't have the proper education to put forth that information. I'm not saying, but what what she said was any of it false, though? Absolutely. Very false. Very. Huh? You cannot quote itself. I'm ta- it's false. I'm not talking about the quote, but she didn't make the quote. That's the problem. Forget she about, didn't make the quote, quote, but she, what were her expansion but of no, the but quote. understand the, the quote is the issue here. The quote, the quote is the issue. I have a problem with Yoko Ono if that's the case. Not with not with Bette Midler. When Yoko Ono said it, there was a big issue. Okay, that's fine. And the fact that Bette Midler is now repeating it to then put on this slew because of the decisions that were made with Brett Kovanaugh is it's like you're doubling down. Not Which really. she did do. What I wasn't able to find the tweet where she doubled down, but she essentially like when she was originally like firsthand getting backlash for it, she doubled down and was just like saying the exact same thing. You know, with what happened, no, like I really feel this is the way women have been treated, and we've been treated like the other word. She doubled down on her thoughts. I can't say to what anyone feels in terms, of especially a woman like this, a different sex that you don't know. I can only speak to like what I've experienced, stuff like that. What she but what she said after the quote, um, she's kind of, I wouldn't say it's kind of true what she said. It is true what she said. The quote, but the quote makes it sound even worse than what she said. First and foremost, I would highly disagree. The way black men are treated or black people were treated when they were, when that word was used to describe them, is nothing in comparison to what white women or women in general as, as experience i understand what you're saying i get it i i'm perfectly agree with you but what i'm trying to tell you is take the quote out of context of what she says she's using the quote to to add dialogue to what she said after the quote yeah no it's not a take the quote out of context i'm taking it completely in context, context yeah she's, she's using, using that it. quote to empower yeah what she's, she's saying. about to say yeah she's using that quote as this is the staple yeah which is why when she originally got the backlash, and, and like I said, unfortunately, I don't have the tweet she put up afterwards. She doubled down on it and said, no, like, I genuinely think this is how it is. This is how America treats women. They treat us like this, yep. which is ridiculous. And then on top of it, it's like, you have black women who, as far as the society totem pole goes, they are at the bottom. You know, like they are literally at the bottom. Black men are ahead of them in that sense. Right. And for you to then say women are this or like the N-word. So black women being a part of like this N-word group, you're basically saying like the way the things they've gone through, the experiences, the exploits, the list of derogatory things that you feel women are going through yeah. for them. It's doubly so. But you're but not even acknowledging their plight in that. I kind of. Exactly. But I under. I'm maybe taking this a little bit deeper than most people, but I understand what she's saying. Maybe what she she said, the quote, what you're talking about, is not the right context. It's not the right context to use that quote. But I get what she's saying in this particular aspect of how the world is right now with the Me Too movement and everything that's going on with it and the Brett Kavanaugh thing, everything like that. What she's saying is that, like, for example, if women are getting raped, abused, and stuff. Like a lot of them aren't being believed or saying, "Oh, they're this, that, that, and that." She's saying, she's saying it's like 
people are getting away with the same old things over and over. Oh, over. and look, if it's she had said, that. if she had never that. put that quote as a comparison, like omit that quote, and everything she said is perfect. Because yeah, women are treated like fucking shit in our society. Worse so in other societies, but women are treated like shit in the society. But you have this quote there. You have a quote that when it was said by Okono, people looked at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're right. We looked at her like she had no clue what the actual N-word meant. We looked at her as if you're saying something that you have absolutely no understanding or experience in, which is why you think this is a probable comparison to make when there's absolutely no cor- correlation whatsoever. So knowing what happened when that quote was originally put out and then for you to repeat it as if it's viable in today's society because of me too and time's up or whatever else is going on no it's still an invalid and extremely racist quote to make and somebody in bet miller's position should understand that considering everything she has stood up for or at least has portrayed to stood up for as far as being an ally goes which is why there's a lot of people blacks gays like lgbt like everybody who's looking at this and being like i'm sorry sweetheart like no you should know better than this like especially with everything that you have been through everything that the community that you have represented have told you about what they've been through you should know better than this i think it's a shock value thing i don't think i I don't think clearly but it was misused no i'm i'm not gonna say it's a shock value thing because she made it clear she said this because of what happened with kovana and she felt a certain way about the way women are treated in america that's not a shock value thing i think it's a shock value thing because it's like it's like when you say and and this is no play but there's a lot of people that say oh uh gay rights this gay rights that but black people are like what the fuck is this going on like and a lot of people black people a lot of black people are like how are you guys talking about this this and this and you want to get there's this a lot right of black away? people who want gay rights because they're gay and lesbians i understand that but yeah there's a lot of black like, people let's be real like, here like like gay rights isn't something that is solely for this one circle that doesn't affect the grand scheme it affects every race and every creed that's out there so it, yeah gay rights happening and gay rights being a proponent that that gets pushed forward helps everybody Mm, no, but I in this so. situation with Bette Miller, she did something that was completely foul and out of line. Uh, well, nah, to me, this is not foul and out of line. I understand what she was trying to do. It's people, I guess, it's people who wouldn't understand. Yeah, okay, it's a quote. It's a, it's a shock value quote. That's all Bro, it is. If you agree to her statement, you should agree to Kanye saying that slavery was a choice. It's essentially the same. Essentially, thing. you're literally saying that. If you could say that you agree to her. With her statement, it's you, literally you the literally same saying that you agree with Kanye when he says black slavery was a choice. I never said I agree with her. I said the thing was a shock value thing that she said. That's you said I, said I agree, no, but I it said, what? I but that's said. what what I'm trying to make you understand. It wasn't a shock value thing. Like she, she just getting, put it out there for reaction. Really that's what shock value is. You put something out. She really for meant what she said. She put it out there because she felt it. She felt this was the appropriate quote for the response to what happened with brett kavanaugh that's how she felt about this quote like this is the perfect for this which is why she laid everything else on top of that that's not shock value that's premeditated like you thought about this you went back and you looked for the perfect perfect quote quote. right to represent the way you feel in this moment of him being sworn in that's how you felt about it but again 
like I said, I can't speak to how anyone feels. Even to Kanye West, I can't speak to how he feels. But a lot of the shit like Kanye does is just shock value idiocy stuff. The same thing with Bette Midler. Yeah, she explained what she had to say after the quote, but it's shock value. That's all but it is. The only reason she put that out there was to get attention to it. That's the no, only I think reason. She was really that's the only reason she she went to look for a quote because she look a quote is meant to oh you're drawing attention to it. That's all it is. She looked for the look, quote. To anything put it up. you put so out to the public, you want attention to be garnered to it. But it's understanding that you have to respect and understand that what you put out there have consequences if you're not understanding what mindful the meaning is behind of, it. Yeah. You're not mindful of the meaning behind it. And you're just you use a specific quote that already but she's is but she, very much conflicting. But what I'm people. saying is she after the quote she explained herself in detail. That's why I'm like, okay, she like the quote alone is like Okay, you're off your rocker. But it's not a quote that should be used. But Women are not the N-word of the world. You know what are the N-word of the world? Niggers. That's it. No one else. And it's a disgusting thing to say. Because what you're saying is, women, this group of people, and the N-words are which would be black people as a whole we got to bring them down to this level but, because this is what we're comparing but it you got n words are the lowest but like i said you got that's what at, that's what that quote means but you got to look at what i'm trying to say is you got to look at it in, in a concept of, of how people feel and now you don't know how they no, feel. i'm looking at it in the context of understanding but, but when the, you say women are the n word of the world basically what you're saying is black people are the lowest in point, the world right. and guess what now women are down there too right but that's what you're saying with that quote i understand what the quote is but i guess you have to look after the quote as well too don't just be hung up on that's the like somebody saying to you jason for a black guy you're well spoken and then they explain to you well you know what i've met a few black guys and they couldn't yeah. speak as well they didn't enounce the words the saying way you you're well spoken perfectly fine right saying for, for a, a black, black guy, guy that's like the same thing right that is fucked up yeah, that's messed up. And that's the same thing as you say. It's the exact she same thing. She's saying that, her that saying, women and niggers are equal. Women are the N-word of the world. And, and emphasizing the fact that niggers are at the bottom. Her putting all that stuff after it is negated because she said this fucked up thing in the beginning. No, but she didn't. You're, there you're, is you're no mixing, no. You're mixing a thing of quote. She's bringing attention to something that how she feels. Jason. She did not write the quote. You're mixing up that. You're making No, as because we literally just gave you the perfect example of somebody saying, for a black guy, you're well spoken. Like, this is something that I'm sure but, you've but heard, even if, even I've if, heard, Jamali's heard, yeah. and it's pissed us all off. But even 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 if we want to take that back, I'll go at what you're saying it's right like now, It's like saying right? for a black woman, you're pretty. Right. So you're saying, you're, you're pretty much saying the quote, as you I know you study politics, when you use a quote in a text, your quote often emphasize your point, yeah. solidify your point. What you cite is supposed to empower your, your argument. Your argument. And so for her to even quote that quote, which is to say, is to say like, you know, a dog is the worst thing on earth and not women are dogs. And except the fact that she's saying niggers are the worst thing on earth and not women are niggers or on the same level as niggers. That's crazy. You don't think so? I understand what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I'm no, I don't disagree with what you're saying. Okay. But... There's deeper meaning to what she said after it as well. But like, like that's I said, the thing. Okay, like, I, I could. we get that. We completely understand the meaning of everything she said afterwards. It's the fact that you started with a quote 
that is inherently racist. It's like, I could say easily that I agreed with 90% of what Kanye West said. But for him to open his mouth and, and, and put it out like slavery was a choice, regardless of what explanation you give thereafter, that initial statement was wrong. Period. It doesn't empower what he says so, next. Nah, it takes away from it his argument. from it. If you are going to start your argument with something that is completely inaccurate and on top of the fact takes away it's from insulting, most of the it. empowering thing or, or the stronghold of your argument, th- what you started it with is what is fucking wrong. Right. It's like, it, like The opposite is also true. It's like one day, I don't know, your boss happened to be a white or white women or black, uh, white or black white women or male and they come to you and be like oh my god jason you're well dressed today right that's a compliment right mm-hmm. and then they followed up by saying i never knew black people had such dope style we don't even have to go that far if but that's exactly what look, it is if bet miller was writing an essay and put this little section in a paper a professor would look at like wrong period that's it because what she did was wrong it's offensive it's wrong and yeah, there would have been that little paragraph explanation of this is offensive, it's racist, and you should know better because this, what you said, everything you said here is diminished because of what you said right the quote. And I think you her follow-up statement to approach your argument. Her follow-up statement alone could stand on its own and would have had as much of a positive impact without that quote. Exactly. If, if she had just put that there. Yeah. And if she look, if the meaning of what she wanted to do was saying the whole Brett Kavanaugh situation. All she had to say was, this ruling on Brett Kavanaugh is just a showing of how women are treated in America, yeah. and then put everything that you said right after. But remember, I just like, Done. I, like I was saying, like I was just saying to you, if it was for shock value. No, I don't think get it was that out of your head. Value. It's it not a shock sh- value thing. It is something. It's, just- no, it's not. This her putting out that tweet wasn't something to get the internet riled up. It was her expressing her true sentiment. That's what shock value. Shock value is world star. No, I think if she okay? was saying her, she would have shock said, value is clickbait. She would have said we're the niggers or something. She didn't. She quoted something. No, but what I'm saying is like you keep using the shock value. It's not shock value. Shock value is meant to get to get clicks. An immediate it's reaction. Meant to get, yeah, immediate um, reaction. Like you know, she didn't post this. It, it wasn't an impulsive. With the expectation of, yo, this is gonna make me fucking viral. Right. That's not why she did this. That wasn't an impulsive text. That was a well thought out. Exactly. Uh, you know, and and look, with her doing this, it wouldn't have been an issue if, when the backlash came, she was just like, you know what, I'm sorry. Like, I made a mistake. I used a quote that was completely insensitive. Right. And you move the fuck on. You delete it. You move the fuck on, and then, or you repost it and make something better. But no, she doubled down on it. And then when the the backlash came even worse after the double down is when she decided to make her apology. From that alone, it lets me know you truly feel this statement is applicable in today's society or, or in any time society for that matter, as know. far as women's position to society. I don't know. I, I'm I'm of the mindset of I personally don't take much mind to what she said. Because again, yeah, it's Bet Midler, but again, it's Bet Midler. And it's not, that's not an excuse for her to say it. That is an excuse. No, yeah. that I but now you're downplaying. Let me finish the point. Like you keep saying, shut the fuck up. You're downplaying though, man. Come but on, you're not don't listening. Do that. That's irresponsible. It's not irresponsible, dog. If you if you're just saying, oh, she took the quote. It's a quote from uh, the past 40, 50 something years ago. 
She didn't write the, You're making it seem as if she wrote the quote. She made her explanation clear and concise. Any person with a brain understand what she was doing. It's not no, she didn't say, "Oh, we're niggers now." She didn't leave it at that. No, she did not say that. She explains herself. Look, you have to think deeper. It's deeper than that. Just because she's a comedian doesn't mean she's stupid or she's dumb or some shit. She does have an education. What do you see it from women's point of view? Oh, a black man beat out a white woman for president. They're like, damn. You don't know if that's what they're thinking in their head or that's what she's thinking in her head. Say, oh, now we're lower than that. Dude, you what the know. fuck are you talking about? You're not listening. That's all. You, that's the other thing. No, is, I am listening. You You're rambling, mate. It's not rambling. It's a point I'm making. It's deeper let, than let him, that. Let him go on. It's deeper let him than that. You can't think it as uh, just a binary. It's this because of this. No, it does. Life does not work that way. She said it for shock value. That's all it is. You're making it into a big thing when it's really not a big thing. Okay, what was the shock value? Just to bring attention to what she said. Who cares? Who cares what she said? Is that going to affect my day life? My uh, Bette Midler says some racist shit. I can tell you, oh, comedian, she said some racist shit all the time. You think this is the first time Bette Midler says something stupid? So then, uh, honestly, if considering if, if, the if, amount of people that were disgusted at what she said, a lot of people cared. But even, even with that, what you just said, then you should have no problem with Kanye's antics. It shouldn't bother you because... Your life is not going to change based on what Kanye is saying. Oh, I think what Kanye said was stupid, but it doesn't bother me. I'm not hung up on it. Like people say, oh, Kanye should discuss me. Kanye does all the time. It's antics, shock value. Kanye West is the perfect example of a shock value person. Just saying a whole bunch of but, shit but to bring attention what would to you himself, say? What would you say? It. What would you say to somebody who then look at the NFL kneeling situation as these players are doing this for shock value? Or Kaepernick started this for shock value. But it's, 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 it's for attention. It's more than that because whether they do it for shock value enough, there's a danger. Of in course. just allowing those things to go out there without bringing a proper perspective and understanding to the things they're doing and the deeper sides of how it affects people and how it affects minorities or how it affects majorities. Like, it's understanding that you can't just look at this and be like, oh, we shouldn't care. When somebody like Ben Miller or like Kanye West has a voice and a presence like they have, and they have enough of a platform that they reach enough people, if they do these things and nobody shows effect of it whatsoever, it's seen as acceptable. It's unacceptable. It's not okay. We should not be okay with it. You we should not be like nonchalant about it and just brush off and be like, oh, who cares? She's a comedian. No. She's an educated person, as you said. As an educated person, she has to be a lot more responsible with the things she puts out there to the audience and the platform she has. That is what she wasn't doing when she put out that quote. You call it shock value, I call that a cop-out. It's not shock value because you have to be cognizant of the things you do. If I were to go out and find a couple memes and put that out there, that's shock value. But if I'm seeing something that is literally nationally televised, not even nationally, internationally televised, it's worldwide. People are paying attention to the Kavanaugh situation and, and what was going forth as far as like the sexual assault allegation and then him getting sworn into Supreme Court. That isn't something to then make commentary on and expect a large platform like hers to take lightly or brush off if they don't agree with. I'm sorry you're wrong on that. According to you. Yes, according to me. According to you. You're wrong on that because, as I said, the backlash that came of it was enough for us to even bring it up in consideration for a topic here and talk about it. It was enough for us to have splitting ideas and, and opinions on it 
for us to have a conversation on it. And like I said, I feel it's very irresponsible and insensitive for her to do something like that. Insensitive, irresponsible, and it's something that should be checked because, as I said, many people, whether it was Twitter, Instagram, whatever it was, whatever platform they use, saw what she said and were like, you were wrong for this. You need to delete this because it is inaccurate, it's insensitive, and it's inappropriate. Because to me, the way when I, when someone was, if I was, if when I read something like that, it pretty much reminds me uh, as a black male where I stand in society and somehow she's acknowledging where I'm at and saying now women are at the same level as me in the sense that I'm at the bottom and now women are at the bottom. Like to me, that is ridiculously rude and it's fucked up. May I ask you a question? What? Do you think you're at the bottom? Absolutely. Huh? Socially? Yes. Absolutely. So you're going to accept being at the bottom? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dude, you're not asking me two questions here. You asked me... Acceptance and reality. And reality is two different things. status is a very... I could definitely... What do you think? You don't think at the end of the day, no matter how rich Jay-Z is, he's somewhere at the bottom in I, the I'm, grand scheme I'm of things? People, I'm I'm No, I'm, I'm fully aware that people, given the perception, they're going to see, oh, black people are at the bottom of the social standing when it comes to that. I understand that. But at a certain point, you can't say like... Okay, because because people think I'm at the bottom, it, it's always gonna be that way. I'm not conducting myself as such. That's what I mean. But I'm just saying. But there's a difference between a social concept because, and the reality of my, even though I know that black people are treated like shit in this world, I'm uh, what she said doesn't really offend me because I know, and I know the people around me do better than what she's saying. So that's how it does not. That's not. Is she not? But that's not what we're saying, saying. Is the issue with this. It's not a matter of how you conduct your life. Yeah, it's not an individualistic but thing. Me, it's a, yeah. but to me. I understand what she. I it's am, a matter of continuing a practice of ideology. Right. That is inaccurate. I know it's. In, I know what she's saying is inaccurate. Shock value thing. That's why I'm saying to me. That's why I'm saying to me. It's not as. It's not very important what she's saying because it's like, all right, I see what you're doing, but. But that's kind of crazy because it takes away from the value that she had thereafter. That's no, but but I'm not taking the quote just for the quote. I understand what she said in her quote that she said after it. What she used to make a point of it, I agree with you guys. It's wrong, but it's a. Sh but to me, I'm like saying it's a shock value thing to bring attention to what she was trying to say in that long quote. And I'm like, but you're conflicting because you're saying it's shock value, but she's wrong. No, I'm. Shock value doesn't mean yes or no. Shock value means she's bringing attention to it. I understand what shock. I'm not saying shock. No, but shock value is not bringing attention. Let's it's, wrap this up, guys. It's also in a in a way that is not necessarily the healthiest way of garnering attention. But but the thing is, like, I was like, okay, Bentley, she said this shit, stupid shit. But what she's saying, okay, I understand. And that's how I, that's how I saw it. That's how I saw it. I wasn't like, oh fuck, you said thinking about black people. But I'm like, no, please, I'm not gonna live my life because you said some stupid shit like you always do. Anyways. It's like, I understand your point. Final thoughts before we wrap this up. Hey, it's a good week. Love is love. Uh, let's hope we all have a better week next week. That's all it is. It's my final thought. I hope so too because I had a great week. Jason? I'm trying to plan a vacation to get out of here because it's getting too cold. So I'm trying to... <laughs> Boot up. Huh? I might not even have to plan one. I might just have to show up with a passport and some luggage. You dig? Nah, I'm getting sugar, mama love. Nah, I want to get out of here. It's too, it's too cold now. It's starting to get. It looks Got like it's that a cold sweet winter. sugar in the cup, baby. <laughs> but yeah, that's my final thoughts. Um, uh, I might be back. Yeah, I should be back next week. Yeah. Might be back. Okay, that means Hopefully he's not your permission coming. Slip is that's for signed. myself. Uh -huh. 
like I said, you know, if you guys want to reach out, talk about anything, if you need somebody that, to just give you a little bit of support, don't be mad. Socials are open, and I will be the one to contact you, if anything, because I'm not going to offer their services. I'm offering my own. I'll help you where I can because I've been there before, and I know what it's like to feel like you have no one. I want you to know at the very least you have me. And I mean... That's so sweet. We don't got to get too personal, just... Light conversation, I'll guide you in the right direction where we can. I don't know about the, the right best Mac game I've but... ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mac I'm game. I'm joking. Can you be uh, serious I'm for joking. once in your life, man. We're talking about mental hey, health here. I didn't go that far. We're talking talk about don't, mental don't, health here. Please I don't take bring it no seriously. Don't bring no fucking Huxtable in this show. It's something I, I take him. I take seriously. Please take it seriously. No, no. We, no but Matt, well, Matt is actually doing it seriously. If you want to reach out, reach out to the podcast. Reach out to the Twitter. Matt will get to you, and he's going to like, you know. <laughs> I like how you did no, that. No, I'm, I'm Matt joking. No, legit. I, I'm saying for me. I'm saying for me. I will reach out. It could say, as a team, we'll reach out. We'll help. No, I'm joking. Matt would do it. Because I'm a very blunt person. Thank you guys so much for sitting through this chaotic episode of the Don't Be Mad podcast. You know how you can reach us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of that. Don't Be Mad podcast or Don't Be Mad pod. We're all there. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.